Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're back in Lubbock, Texas today to highlight the stories of the impact of implementing everything you'll be learning when you and your leadership team come to the October Kingdom Business Workshop. Today we hear from two powerful members of the Beaten Bow Homes team and how, how they've been part of the implementation of everything God has laid on the hearts of the leadership team at Beaten Bow Homes. To put it lightly... Beaten Bow Homes is no ordinary business. It's a kingdom business that balances a profitable return and a valuing of their employees. Cal Zant is the president of Beaten Bow Homes, and Gina Roach is the VP of Sales and Marketing. Let's hear from them on how they do it and how you can learn all about it at the next Kingdom Business Workshop. Cal Zant, Gina Roach, welcome to I Work For Him. Cal Zant, president of Beaten Bow Homes. Talk about how you became a Christ follower. Um, I grew up going to church um, with my family and I would say uh, I, I knew of God uh, I didn't know God I couldn't recognize his voice didn't know him personally and uh, uh, yeah at, at an early age started to rebel from that and uh, honestly took that to an extreme uh, I, I say God has blessed me with a very colorful testimony <laughs> um, I ended up uh, with a, a drug and alcohol addiction that honestly saved me from um, uh, just like Jesus met uh, Gina in the Amazon, he met me in the drunk tank of Lubbock County Jail. So uh, I, I really feel like he did. He was pursuing me even in the midst of my brokenness and, and met me there. Um, and that's when I first heard his voice and started to get to know him. Uh, and he's been saving me ever since. You know, <laughs> uh, I became a cross follower again this morning. Cal, how did you get introduced to Beaton Bow Holmes? I mean, obviously, he didn't come in here starting up as the president. Yeah, just looking for a job. Found it on Monster or something. Uh, honestly, I didn't know anything about Beatonbow Homes. I had heard rumors of the Beatonbow family. It turned out I lived in a Beatonbow home for a little while in college. But I didn't know that. Uh, didn't know much about the company. I was just, uh, at the time, a software developer. And they had an open position for a programmer. One of a couple interviews I had lined up um, came in and... Lots of our transformation as a business has happened since I've been here, but even then they had uh, the company values on a banner, I remember, and the one on top was honor God, and I thought, oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and then a mission statement, uh, at least at the time, was uh, to best use our resources to promote, to promote the kingdom of God, and as on a wall somewhere in the conference room. And, you know, we didn't talk about any of that stuff in the interview, but I could tell something was different about this place and uh they didn't offer me the job in that first interview um but i went home and canceled all my other interviews and told my wife uh that's where i want to be i could just tell there was something different about it and that is that is not me as, as an engineer <laughs> at heart like that is not me at all to uh take a step of faith like that but i could even tell early on there's something different about it but honestly how i got here was just provision looking for provision both of you were attracted by the atmosphere, even during the interview. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, how often do you get to do an interview where you actually 
Like you were impressed by the culture before you even start. Um, man, it it's something you can feel when you walk through the doors. Um, no, I can't even tell you how many people have said that, and I felt it myself. Just how warm and welcoming and sincere, authentic people were. Um, within five minutes, you could feel it, and it's different. You started as the PR person, mm-hmm. but you're on a vision trip. A vision trip for Beaten Bow Homes or... A, bi- a vision trip, yep, a mission trip at the time is what we called it for Beaten Bow Homes. It was actually the very first company-sponsored mission trip. We went uh, that fall of 2006. They started discussing the opportunity to go to the Amazon or Africa. Uh, I went to the Amazon. Cal went to Africa that first year, but our trip was the first one to leave in May. And we just went from village to village. I was with uh, Rick and Holly and uh, Tiffany and Chris Berry that are still here. A lot of friends that we have made here. And we went from village to village. And I remember telling my friends about this, that this company was paying 100% of our travel, including all of the immunizations that we had to have. The only thing I had to pay for was a passport. And my sister and I got to go and experience what people in Brazil, how they are honoring God. And that was very new to me. When I had applied for my job, I told someone this the other day, when I saw the word ministry on the navigation bar of the website, honestly, I had never heard that word before. Mm. And I had to Google it and go, what is this? And I remember looking at the page and seeing scripture and thinking, I'm really confused right now. Is this a business or is this a church? What is happening here? And I didn't understand that. And so, Is it a business? Is it a ministry? Or is it a business dream. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Right. But so you've been here 12 neat. years. What's kept you here the whole time? I mean, 12 years is a long time to hold a job, certainly for a young person today. You know, yeah. that's a, I mean, that's like, you know, five times longer than most people hold a job. Why? Why you st- why'd you stay? I came for a career. Yeah. It became a calling. It's very apparent how God had just divinely appointed things in my life to bring me here at this time. And so over the years, he has just transformed my heart. I have a passion for people and relationships. I loved marketing when I came. Now, honestly, what I love is just getting to spend time with Cal and Corey on our leadership team, creating this special environment that people come and they are transformed. <laughs> I just left a one-on-one with a team member that um, she said, this place is what keeps me together some days. She's had some really hard times. Um, she's lost a spouse this year and is a single mm. mom at this point. And this place, she said, refreshes me. It brings me energy. Mm. And I have never dreaded for a single day coming to this job. Not once. In 12 years, I get up looking forward to what sort of change, how, what sort of love and care can I give to the people in front of me, whoever that is. Because honestly, that is what I have seen. I have seen Christ and the people around me. They have brought me to this place. And I just rejoice in what God has done and what he is doing in my family. My husband is not a believer, but I see God seeking him. And he has given me a vision for that. And I just come here every day surrounded by people encouraging me in my faith. And we get to do that for other people. We get to be that light for other people. Um, And that is such a blessing. The fact that God would give us that is amazing. So I want to um, reemphasize what you said about your, the person you had the one-on-one with. And we talked about that the other day with Rick and Casey a little mm-hmm. bit about little. the value of, the, of the, the culture that encourages you to have one-on-ones with your people to really um, make sure you know them well. But um, how many of our listeners, Jim, have ever 
felt that way, I wonder, about a workplace. So many times we feel depleted. We feel that, you know, coming to work is a place that takes from me. Um, but what a testimony, what an encouragement to know that this is a place, yes, they give, yes, they produce, yes, they do their job, but probably so much better because it energizes them. They're not coming in dragging their feet. You were intrigued by what you saw on the wall when you're interviewing. You canceled your other interviews. You got the job. What's kept you here 12 years? Um, there's lots of things that's kept me here. Um, I think every day I've felt uh, challenged. I felt like people cared about me. That uh, As a person, not just what I could do for them, but um, they saw things in me before I saw them in me. and tried to help out, help draw out who God had created me to be. Um, and they loved me, uh, in the midst of real stuff, you know, uh, real life events. They, they, they were transparent in their own struggles, you know, um, seeing people, uh, leaders of the company share stuff, uh, that's going on and just being, real and you can see how their faith penetrates in in those moments and inspired me uh uh, but ultimately it's the same answer as gina's it's it's calling uh i feel like this is a specific calling from god i feel anointed for this i actually uh i think god has told me that that Mm -hmm. uh this is who he created me to be and um, while I'm inadequate to do this, honestly, uh, and that's not false humility, I'm adequate a lot of times uh, that I, I believe God put me where I am. And so any gap between who I am and who he needs me to be, that's up to him to fill. What you have seen, how you have seen the company morph in these 12 years, what's the most significant thing you've seen the company shift uh, I mean, it, I mean, because I'm sure there's been lots and lots of changes, but there's probably been some major earthquake type shifts. What's the biggest thing you've you've seen? Um, I, I would say one of them is for a long time we saw uh, ministry as something we supported as a business, not something we did as a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a moment uh, where God changed all of our hearts to where. He showed us we had personal responsibility in that, um, that we had influence of people here and that he was just as concerned reaching somebody in one of our offices uh, as he was reaching an orphan on the other side of the world, you know, and that we had personal responsibility in that. That was a, a major shift. And I, I, I say that one, but the other one is even as radical of a shift and has happened in the past year Um I would I would say it's a fresh revelation to us, and it's that God calls us to a different kind of leadership. We we usually just call it spiritual leadership, but that uh, He has a very specific style of wanting to love on people in our context, and it's very different than a lot of ways businesses work. Just like most things in the kingdom, it's a bit upside down, you know. A bit upside down or a bit right side up. That's right. Yeah, it's it's a Romans twelve two thing all day long. How have you seen God working in this organization, Beaton Bow Homes? What was some of the big shifts that you've seen, the big earthquakes that have rolled through here? I think for me, it's it's similar to Cal. It's seeing our people as part of the ministry. I think I felt that. I felt the love and care, but really being intentional with it. 
I have seen Rick Beatenbow soften so much in my 12 years. I have seen him, just his anointing grow and grow. I have gotten to see that in so many people. When Cal's talking about the anointing, I have been outside the camp watching that. You know, it's such a blessing for me as we were on the same team together. And then the, then Rick and Holly just handed over the company to us. I, I did not foresee that coming. You know, we were just coming every day, giving it all we got. We were passionate, purpose-filled people. And I have seen Rick in that just release. Uh, most people want to control things, and they want it their way, and we're trying to finally craft everything. And Rick and Holly have really given us this beautiful kingdom picture of releasing and that God will give you more. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't that way in 2006 when I came. Also, this relational style of leadership that Cal's really going to hit we are very intentional to have small, intimate teams. That is a shift for us. Um, it was like that in the beginning because when Cal and I started, there were only about 40 people here. So every team sure. was a small team. Sure. But the intentionality of that is very rare in other businesses where you cannot have more than six people that report to you. You're just, we're not going to allow that because we really desire to connect with people and see the whole person. It, this is not a leave your personal life at home. And, and just come here and be buttoned up and professional. But that's impossible. Anyway. We want to know who you are. It's impossible it to leave your personal life. But people try it. But people try it. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. yeah but they've been trying And then for- they spend a lot of energy trying to cover up or, you know, be somebody that they're not instead of just uh, dealing with what's going on in their life. It's impossible to leave your personal life at home. I mean, it just is. Talk to me about what spiritual leadership looks like to you. Hmm. Um. Fundamentally, uh, I think uh, it's being led by God as you lead. So, um, man, it is very different to uh, run a business and say, God, I I think we should go this direction. Would you bless that? From saying, God, this is your business, uh, and I want to be about your business. What would you have me do today? Like, what direction do you want to take this thing? It is way different, um, way different. And the responsibility I have for the spiritual well-being of my team, uh, for making sure that I'm asking God, uh, who is it you see? Give me your vision for for them. How can I get in on on what you're trying to do in their lives? Uh, Not just the professional life, their their personal life, their spiritual life. How can I how can I come alongside what you're trying to do? And uh, I, yeah, it, it's I I totally get that you can't separate the personal and the professional, but that's just a very different view for me. It, it, it fundamentally changes everything, honestly. And you find yourself in the middle of a lot of things you feel like you're not equipped for. Um, that, uh, but you know. Uh, like I said earlier, God, uh, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. How do you keep all that in perspective, Calzant, at the same time, making sure that you're really treating people the way God wants you to treat them? I mean, you're a home builder. Yeah, yeah. You ever uh, swung a hammer? Uh, I have. I have. Now, I'm not as good as the guys swinging them out there today. but uh, They don't swing hammers anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just see business as a platform and home building is an awesome one. We have 2,500 trade partners right now out in the field working mm-hmm. for us. 2,500. Wow. They come to our job sites every day. And that's another platform for business to, to impact those guys. And I could tell you a thousand stories of how that's played out. Um, well, give us one. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, this past year, um, I'm probably going to get emotional as I tell this story, but, uh, this past year, uh, one of our team members, uh, had a relationship with a guy, uh, one of our trades and, um, had found out his son had, uh, committed suicide and, uh, he was in jail when he did that, uh, far away and his, uh, dad didn't have enough money to get his body, uh, and have a funeral. And, uh, so our team member gathered up some people who worked here and raised some money and then, uh, presented it to that guy. And, and one of my most powerful parts of this is we never knew about that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the company did it. That's somebody on a team. The, the only reason we even heard about it is somebody shot a video of it while, while they were giving him the money mm-hmm. and that circulated via email a couple days later, but it had nothing to do with us. And, and that's just, the kingdom breaking out in the middle of a business. Uh, I, I chalk that up to God and what he's doing here. You've been listening to I Work Frame with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.